Welcome to Creating the Path, a podcast for entrepreneurs who want to create their own unique pathway to success and happiness. I'm your host, Heather Grace Hansen, and each week I'll be sharing tips and strategies to help you create the path to a life you love. Let's dive in. Hey there, thanks for joining me today. If my voice sounds a little rough today, that's because it is. Um, the whole week, my voice has been a little um, kind of rough or scratchy, but I was overall feeling fine. And I was ready that I'm recording this on Thursday and I was ready to record it on like Tuesday. I've been waiting for my voice to get better, but today I'm starting to feel a little sick. So I'm a little worried by tomorrow I might not have a voice. So I'm recording it today. Anyway, I hope you'll stick with me even with my. Uh, my weird voice today. Today, I want to talk about why creating a short work week is so important. So I help my clients create a 16-hour work week, not because it's trendy, like the four-hour work week or something like that. And I'll probably talk in a future episode about why I chose 16 hours instead of 15 or some other number, uh, but that's not really the point of this episode. In this episode, I want to talk about why should you even bother to reduce the number of hours you work to begin with. If you're currently burned out and working way too much, that answer is obvious, because of course you don't want to work so much that you're stressed and exhausted all the time. But since 40 hours a week is the normal full-time hours, at least in the U.S., you might be wondering or thinking, well, I just need to get myself down to 40 hours or maybe 30 hours instead of 50 or however much you're currently working. Or maybe you're working 40 hours a week and that feels like too much already. But maybe you feel embarrassed that a quote-unquote normal work schedule is too much for you. If that's you, I think I actually think it's just that you are more attuned to your body than most people are. Because I actually don't think a 40-hour work week is good for most people. I just think that we got stuck in that structure because someone decided it should be the norm. And over time, we just adapted to it. And we got adapted to living at a certain level of tiredness. I can tell you a little story to sort of illustrate this. So years ago, a former roommate of mine validated the fact that I always felt too tired to do anything after work or like on the weekends, like I could just never do anything. For years, she had been working a part-time job while she was looking for acting jobs. And then she decided to get a full-time office job because she felt like she needed that motivation to really get her acting thing going. Like if she had a job that she really wanted to quit because her part-time job at the time was really easy and comfortable and it didn't motivate her that much to go on auditions because it was just so comfortable. So she really wanted a job that would motivate her that she would actually really want to quit. (laughs) So a few weeks after working her new full-time job, She came home one day and said to me, I don't know how you do this. And I I said, do what? 
And she said, work a full-time job. I'm so exhausted by the time I get home, I can't do anything else. And I said, welcome to my life. (laughs) I can kind of laugh about it now, but it's really sad if you think about it, that that's the norm. Working so much that you have to overcome your tiredness or push through just to create some kind of life outside of your working hours. And she was only working 40 hours a week at her job. I mean, I say only, but because at the time I was working somewhere between like 50 to 60 hours a week as the norm, which I don't think is that unusual in New York. At least not back then. Things are shifting now due to the pandemic. Um, But she was exhausted just from her 40 hours. And I think that's normal because I don't think 40 hours should be the norm. This episode is sponsored by my signature VIP day, Joyful Productivity. If you're feeling overworked and overwhelmed, I can help you create a plan that allows you to be more productive while working less. Yep, you heard that right. We'll create clear goals to focus on and cut out all the unnecessary busy work that's keeping you spinning your wheels, but not actually moving you forward. After one day together, you'll have a schedule that allows you to work fewer hours by managing both your time and energy and a foundation to support your success. Click the link in the show notes for more info and to submit your interest. So what I realize now, though, is that creating a shorter work week Whatever you would want that to be for you, you know, anything from like five to 20 hours a week, whatever, is even more important than I used to think. And I think it's important for three main reasons. And now three reasons might not seem like a lot, but trust me, these are good ones. So the first reason to work less is just for your health. Long hours, you know, like I was saying, even 40 hours a week can have damaging effects to both our physical and mental health. Of course, everyone is different. So I'm not saying you for sure will have health issues if you work 40 hours a week. But for some people, that's enough to have a negative impact on their health. And I know plenty of people who already live with certain chronic illnesses and they already know that they can't work 40 hours a week. So for them, it really is essential to have a shorter work week. And the second reason to work less is just so that you can enjoy life. You know, one of the top five regrets uh, people have when they're dying is that they wish they hadn't worked so much. That just makes me so sad to think about that you could realize that when it's too late to do anything about it. There are just so many things to do and so many things we can experience outside of work. And I think you deserve to have the time to do those things. And the third reason to work less is so that you have the flexibility to handle emergencies or surprises when they happen. And I want to repeat, when they happen, not if. Because we all know that life does not go perfectly all the time. 
this really hit home for me a couple of weeks ago, and this was really the inspiration for me wanting to do this episode. I've mentioned my dog Barkley before, but I don't know if I mentioned that he's about 14 or 15 years old. So I'm very aware that I will probably lose him sometime soon. He's the third senior dog I've adopted. My first dog I had for a year and nine months or so. And my second senior dog I had for only a year and three days. And I've had Barkley for almost four years now. Uh, They had estimated he was 10 or 11 when I adopted him. So four years, he's like 14 or 15. I feel extremely lucky that I've actually had him for four years because I was not expecting that. And he's doing pretty good. But I know from my experience with my other two dogs that they always seem really healthy until all of a sudden they're not. And then they decline really fast. At least that was my experience with my other two dogs. So a couple weeks ago, Barkley started limping on his back leg and he stopped eating at the same time. So I took him to the vet, but while I was waiting for his test results, there was one day where I just spent the entire day crying because I just assumed it was the end because I'm like, I've been here before when they stop eating, that's it. Um, But don't worry though, he's fine. He's literally in his bed on the floor next to me sleeping and he's totally fine. It turns out his thyroid was low and he started eating again now that he's on his thyroid medication. And his limp is getting better too, probably just a little arthritis. Now, I know it's pointless to waste that energy worrying about a future that might not happen, but I literally couldn't help it. (laughs) What I realized though, even as I was like worried, you know, that it was the end or whatever, I realized that I am so grateful I have control over my schedule now you know, just in case he did have some illness that would require a lot of my time to manage. Because it reminded me of when my last dog, Annie, got cancer. And I was still at my full-time job at that time. And so she got cancer, but near the end, she also had some issue with her spine. I can't remember what it was called. Uh, It was some condition, but she wasn't able to walk on her back legs. So she couldn't go to the bathroom by herself. I needed to help her. And I remember at the time I was panicked because I thought, well, what if she still lives a few more months? I can't leave her at home like this and I can't just take a few months off of work. And this all happened over the Christmas holiday when I already had some days off anyway. But I was wondering what I was going to do when I had to go back to work. But then it just turned out that her cancer treatments weren't working. So I did end up having to put her to sleep um, before I had to go back to work anyway, but it just made me sick to my stomach at the time that I was faced with choosing between work and taking care of my sick and dying dog. And that is just an example from my own life when I had, you know, like an emergency and work was getting in the way of what I needed to do to handle things. You know, for you, It could be anything though. Like, what if a family member gets sick or if you get sick, you know, whether it's a cold or something more serious, you want to be able to spend the time necessary taking care of yourself and your family when these things happen. 
I mean, even use today as an example, I, I realize it's incredibly ironic that I'm filming this episode when I'm feeling a little bit sick. Um, but what's great is that this is literally the only work I'm doing today. I'm recording this and then I'm going to send it off to my podcast manager, Rosa, and that's it. And then I'm taking care of myself and I've been taking care of myself all morning. I know that I can do that and not have everything in my life fall apart because I have the flexibility to take care of myself when I need to. You know, and there's so many things that could happen. A car could break down. You could get a leak in the house, you know, natural disaster, et cetera, et cetera. Like, I don't want to sound all doomsday, but I think you get the point. You know, we all know that these things can happen. But there was a point in my life where everything in my life would fall apart if, like, the subway was delayed one day because my schedule was so jam-packed that if even one thing (laughs) took longer than planned or didn't go, you know, exactly as planned, it felt like everything fell apart because there was no wiggle room to allow me to catch up again. Like. When things didn't go according to plan, it always came out of my already pathetic amount of sleep time. And no one should have to live like that. I think we should all have enough white space in our calendar so that we can either use that free time to do fun things or just relax, or we can use that time to get the car repaired when it breaks down or to take care of ourselves, a family member or pet when they get sick, you know, whatever it is. If you've created your work week to be 16 hours by default, then you have that flexibility to choose how you use those extra hours. And by the way, just because you've set your work week to be 16 hours normally, that doesn't mean that you can't sometimes work more than that. You know, if you're working on a project you're excited about or when you're launching something new, just so long as you intentionally do that for only a short amount of time and don't let that become your new norm. Right? So let's recap the three reasons it's so important to create a shorter work week for yourself. Number one is to protect your health. I mean, what's more important than that? Working too much can cause your health to suffer, and we definitely don't want that. Number two is so that you can enjoy your life and do all the things you want to do that have nothing to do with your business. And number three is so that you have the time to handle any of those surprises and emergencies that life throws your way, you know, without everything falling apart. So (laughs) I feel like this episode got a little heavy, but like I said, even though I only had three reasons for you today, they're really good ones. I mean, if this doesn't inspire you to work less, I don't know what would. And I do realize that it's not always possible to work less depending on your situation or, you know, that it can take some time to implement this. So if you aren't sure what to do in your current situation, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Heather Grace Hansen, and I would love to help and just offer any suggestions I can. And also... I'm just curious, do you have another reason for why you want to work less 
that you would maybe add to this list. Let me know that in the DMs too, because I would love to know and we can keep adding to this list. On that note, I will say goodbye for now so I can go rest up, drink some water, and I will be back here next Tuesday. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Creating the Path as much as I did. You can find the show notes for this and every episode at heathergracehanson.com slash podcast. But before you go, make sure to hit the subscribe button. New episodes drop every Tuesday. Until then, have a fabulous week.